morning, everyone. God bless you. And thank you for tuning in. Thank you for your questions. Uh, please let us know any questions you might have or prayer requests for us. Be happy to address those. And uh, today I want to speak on the subject, the coming of the Son of Man. And uh, the scripture that I'm going to take it from is Matthew 24, 37. But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. So as we look at this verse, we can see and discern by the signs of the times that we're living in the end time. Uh, there's so many things that are coming together. Uh, uh, at this point in time, Israel back in their homeland, the alliances are forming from the war spoken about in Ezekiel 38 and 39, countries that have never been aligned before. You see Moscow, Iran, Turkey, Ethiopia, Ethiopia, Libya, these different countries that are spoken of as having a co cooperation um, are aligning themselves together. Uh, the increase in earthquakes, the, 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 the wars and rumors of wars, the, the uh, people's hearts failing for fear, all these things coming together shows us that we're living in the hour of the fulfillment of the coming of the Son of Man. One important thing that we should remember that at the first coming of Christ, the, the people that he came to, the religious world, had a completely wrong understanding of how he would come. They believed he would come uh, as a, a, a Messiah, which was a king, and that, that he would conquer the known world and would become the ruler of the world. And he certainly will do that, but that wasn't his first coming. They completely misunderstood it, and that was the existing Jewish, quote-unquote, church world. They did not expect the Messiah to come suffer for our sins and raise from the dead. They wanted a conqueror, and they totally missed the first coming because of their interpretation of how Messiah would come. Do you think it can come again in the same way at his second coming? Luke 17, 30, Even thus shall it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. In Luke 17, 30, the coming of Christ is referred to as his revelation. The word revelation means an unveiling or something that is hidden is made known. Uh, when we're re reading the scriptures that speak of a second coming, we should, we should anticipate that it'll come differently than what uh, the church world expects it to come. Uh, we have to leave it up to God to interpret his own word and bring it to pass. Let's read in the scripture, uh, Luke 17, 26 through 30. And as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it also be in the days of the Son of Man. They did eat, they drank, they married wives, they were given in marriage until the day that Noah entered the, into the ark, and the flood came and destroyed them all. Likewise also, as it was in the days of Lot, they did eat, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they builded. But the same day that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. 
Even thus shall it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. Amen. So as the Lord begins to describe his revelation, he likens it unto the days of Noah. Those of us familiar with the scripture will remember that Noah preached and prepared the ark for 120 years up until the flood came. Notice also, it refers to the days. It's a period of time, the days of Noah. Not merely a sudden, immediate event that he speaks of, but of a period of time. And he refers that also to the days of the Son of Man. Again, not an instant, sudden, immediate event, but a period of time when Christ is being revealed. There certainly are aspects of his coming that are sudden and immediate. But in the big picture, we can see in this verse, these verses in Luke 17 and also in Matthew 24, that it's a period of time prior to the destruction of the earth and the revelation of the Son of Man. So, so that period of time is the revelation of the Son of Man. It's not a period of time leading up to the revelation of the Son of Man. That period is the time when the Son of Man is being revealed prior to the immediate destruction of man's kingdom. So Jesus says, in the days of Noah, they ate, they drank, they married, they were given in marriage, going on as though nothing had changed, but in the spiritual realm, everything had changed. During the days of Noah, there was a message preached, warning of the coming judgment, and calling the people to come into the ark, that they should repent. So there, in the days of Noah, there will be a message that God delivers through a prophet. Next, the Lord likens un, the, his, the days of the Son of Man unto the days of Lot. What happened during the days of Lot? Homosexuality was a, in a blatant, militant position in Sodom. Lot was there in Sodom, and the city, the toils of the, uh, the sins of the city, they troubled him. They upset him. Um, during the days of Lot, Abraham was outside of Sodom. He never was even in Sodom. And he received a visit from three men, one of them being the Lord God, and the other two being angels. Um, God spoke to Abraham and get it about the promised son. Sarah laughed in her heart. God then spoke to Abraham and said, Why did Sarah laugh in her heart? Sarah denied it. He said, You, you did laugh. And so God knew through, through, through that, he showed that he knew the thoughts and the intents of the, the heart of Sarah. He discerned that. So as it was in the days of Lot, so shall it be in the days of the Son of Man. God himself would appear again in human flesh to manifest himself and discern the thoughts and intents in the heart. So one of the groups, one, one group of believers was in Sodom. One group was called already out of Sodom. Same as today, there's a people of God still living in denominational systems in the world. And there's a people of God that's elected and called out of the systems of the world. They have seen and witnessed God displaying himself in human flesh to discern the thoughts and the intents of the heart. 
For those of us that are already familiar, who have accepted the message God sent to us through Brother William Branham, we can understand through the mighty power of God that was on display that something special has taken place. You can watch God in action. I'll put a link here, manifesting himself through his prophet. You'll, you'll, see, you'll see in that video where he's discerning the thoughts and the tense of the heart. And this wasn't just a one-time experience. This was a daily experience for this man. He was cons consistently and constantly showing forth the true reality and revelation of Jesus Christ. Um, we're going to talk about more, that more next time. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to connect this, this video to that video so that you can see uh, and witness what God did through that man. And then uh, we will go from there. So as you did see, as you've seen, God displaying himself through human flesh, just like he did before Sodom, obviously in a different way. This time, then he just simply created flesh. This time he did it through a sinner saved by grace by the name of William Branham. And God, got, we're living in the days of the Son of Man. And we'll continue on this subject uh, in, in coming broadcasts. If you have questions, they'll probably be answered in future broadcasts. But uh, if, if you'd like to ask them, feel free to do so. That way I can respond. If you have prayer requests, let us know. We'll, we'll pray for you and take those things before the Lord. May the Lord richly bless you.